Hey, what's up, Nerd Funnel? This is Bob Shway. You're listening to Nerd Funnel, where we take all the nerd news of the world and funnel it into your more than willing ear holes. With me today is Fuki. Hey, everyone. And uh, we are uh, talking Spider-Man today. Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, we, uh, we have seen the film. We uh, have enjoyed the film mm-hmm. for uh, many reasons, which we will share with you yep. now. All right. So, Fuki. Um, so, Spider-Man... Spider-Man. Spider-Man started up like there was the original like TV show thing in the 70s and mm-hmm. they had like a, a bunch of cartoon shows uh, the the Fox uh cartoon in the the 90s but Yeah. Then we got Tobey Maguire coming on swinging on in uh in 2002 I think it was. I think so. Mm-hmm. And uh, since then it's been like what it's like 15 years now of of Spider-Man. Yeah. And um I got to say this is probably the best incarnation of Spider-Man. I, I think since Spider-Man 2. The original Spider-Man 2. 1 or 2. I think 1 and 2 are pretty good. Yeah, that's um, I thought too, yeah. 3 and then uh, Amazing Spider-Man with, with Garfield 1 and 2. I didn't like that much. Mm-hmm. As much. Um, uh, so, yeah. This is like a, kind of like a very nice, refreshing... That's what I thought too when I first saw it. Refreshing. Yeah, it's a fresh take. Um, it skips a lot of the weight of the other Spider-Man, like of the the origin story. So I mean, yes, we've been, we've had the origin story twice now. With Tobey Maguire and then with with Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield, yeah, I, yeah. I so that. it was like they, what it was so nice of them just to like, okay, well, here's Spider-Man. And of course, he already had his intro in Civil War. Yes. Um, yes. When uh, Tony Stark brought him in as a pinch hitter to go up against uh, Captain America's team, yes, um, you know, recruited him out of high school and stuff off the YouTube's. That's how they found him. There you go. You're the Spider-Man yes. from the YouTube's. <laughs> um, and uh, that's how this movie opens. It just links right back into the war. It shows, which is, which is pretty cool. Which I thought was really nice how they did that. It yeah. Was, so you automatically get context for it. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it's like, oh, this is him filming. Uh, himself during <laughs> the fight in Germ- on the German airfield or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was pretty funny when he's like, oh, God, that guy's got really big. I got to go. Oh, yeah. It was like Ant-Man <laughs> got really big. Um, but then, yeah, so then we start out here and it's like, okay. Um, no, we don't we'll start out with him, like, you know, getting bit by the spider or no, seeing yeah, not, yeah, not Uncle the Ben real get killed, like... We already, we already, we're done with it. We've, we've seen that already, and yes. so they write it off and, and brilliantly. Mm-hmm. You know, his best friend asks him, like, "Oh, hey, how so? How this happened?" He's like, "I got bit by a spider." He's like, "Well, what happened?" He's like, "Spider's dead." Right. <laughs> that's it. And that's it. The done, done. Moving on. Then the only thing referenced to the the whole Uncle Ben thing was like, you know, I can't, I can't, you know, freak her out after what happened with Uncle. You that's know, true. Uh, what, what, you know, what happened with Aunt May? Like, yeah. That's it. One line. And we and get, then, we already know. And we just go from there. There's so much more room when the front of the movie isn't taken up by like 45 minutes to an hour of origin story, which That's is nice. True. Not that is it's it? not a good origin story, right? I mean, I, 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 I did like it. And when I saw the one in Tobey Maguire, I did like that part where it just gave him like human emotions. Like he, it was his uncle. Yeah. And his uncle passed away. Yes. But I admit, I agree with you with. They they probably did use it a lot, especially especially with the Andrew Garfield. You're like, okay, yeah, you know what's gonna happen, that, 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 that kind of thing. Yeah. And then with this one, no, they just say something and then go I, on. I think that's what makes this movie work too, is because like the that that or having the origin like you know like that um, 
kind of makes it set up to be a superhero film. And so what this movie was, mm-hmm. was a coming-of-age high school drama. Yes. Comedy. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, along the lines of, it was very, um, uh, 16 Candles, uh, Breakfast Club. Oh, my God. Yes. Very much like that. Or, like, Ferris Bueller. Ooh, Day off, yes. something like that. Like, uh, even, they even, they've been nodded. Remember when he's running through the backyards? And someone's was playing so the scene funny. where... Ferris is running through the backyards, and I'm like, oh, I'm sure that uh, John Watts, the director, got well, yeah, some inspiration that. from that. I thought um, it was brilliant. How yeah. they did it, really, it was brilliant. So, yeah, it was, and I think that if they had the origin story in there, like, it adds too much weight, and it's like, oh, now it's going to be, like, That's true. a superhero film. Because, like, what did they do with the Man of Steel? What did they do with Batman vs. Man? Like, the they had, they started with the origins, so, they started mm-hmm. with these huge chips on their shoulders and these huge weights put on them. And it's like, no, like he's a kid in high school. It's like, we've all been there. That's the weight he's got. It's like okay, in high, school, uh, yes. high school weight. We've, we've got that. We understand yeah, yeah, yeah. that. And trying to talk to your crush, but yeah, that, that kind of worked at the beginning, but then he gets better at it. Yeah, as, exactly. As it goes on. Cause everybody's just, felt out of place in high school. Even yeah. if you were, even if you were popular and you weren't like, you know, one of the, the out of the, the, the kind of the clicks or the, something. The yeah, clicks. Yeah. Yes. Like, Everybody's felt out of place or insecure yes. in high school mm-hmm. or like, and they've always, you know, felt talked down to and overruled by adults all the time. And so that's, the struggles that, that's that cool. this Spider-Man has. It is. It's it not, does. you know, living up to Uncle Ben's Mm-mm. like great uh, powers, great responsibility that's and true. not having to be like, oh, well, I got bit by this radio spider. Now I have to be Spider-Man. It's like, no, I'm this that's high school cool. kid. And oh, by the way, I can kind of do this thing. And. They kind of treat he kind of treats it like a like a job because remember he's like the Stark internship yeah, the Stark so, internship trip? yes yeah. that's how yeah, he how much. he covers it up right yeah yeah but then yeah he has to struggle with school and all this stuff and it's like how how is he gonna do all this and keep his secret yeah. identity from all the people he cares about like that that would be really tough yeah. for him to do so it's like the Spider Man of him didn't dominate like it was very That's much true. Peter Parker's movie and Spider-Man was in it yes it wasn't like you know like oh um oh, I, I got bitten and then yeah I have to be, I have to be Spider-Man now yeah <laughs> so I get that yeah, yeah it's basically how Peter grows up and matures to eventually become the Spider-Man that we all know yeah. Today, so it's 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 building up little by little, but and this is the the youngest incarnation. Like, because Tobey Maguire was was in high school for like ten seconds. In the first film, <laughs> I know. And then he graduated. He graduated then. And then the Andrew Garfield was in high school. The, the yeah, whole yeah, the first, first one. I think the first one he was in high school all the way through. But it didn't feel like it, did it? No, well, because it's. I don't, I don't know Andrew Garfield. I don't know if he acted <laughs> like. I mean, it, that yeah. just felt like a romantic comedy featuring Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, and then just happens to be Spider Man. Like that was it just. Could be, it could be something like that. Yeah, it I wasn't. It that. wasn't quite working for me on on the Spider Man level. It was more of a romantic comedy. I think. You think so? Well, yeah, I I could definitely <laughs> see that. I, I can't. <laughs> it was too cutesy between the two of them. It was just like, oh, okay. It seems like. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we're not talking about that movie. We're talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. There you go. Um, which I thought was aptly named. I thought it was going to be like, oh, we're going to come back home. We're going to get like back to basics, stuff like that, which mm-hmm. it kind of did. Mm-hmm. But then also it's like, oh, wait, it's the story of him going to Homecoming. Like That's where all the shit happens. 
Like I thought the, awesome. the big twist of the movie with the villain happens there. Yeah, it's like his real it's challenge yeah. to have the girl, you know, his girl, the girl win the girl over is there. He has to make the choice, choice. the hardest choice there. So that's I was like, true. wow, this is about a homecoming dance. That's true, and that's very high school. And so it really played up to that, you know, that formula that Marvel's working, where it's like, oh, we're gonna make a niche film, uh, a genre mm-hmm. film. Like Captain America was uh, Winter Soldier was a political action thriller and Ant Man was a heist movie and yes, um, this is a this is Sixteen Candles this is John <laughs> Waters type stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but Spider Man so it really worked that way it um, did and uh, the production team um, it was very freaks and geeks you ever seen the show Freaks and yeah, Geeks we, yeah never rewatched it together we watched it together yeah it was like a long time in high school with with her friend. For other friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, uh, uh, pr- uh, pr- uh, production team Kevin Feig was in charge of this one, so he's head of Marvel, and he's got ties back to uh, back to Freaks and Geeks. Geeks. And Freaks and Geeks was like one of the most successful high school. Even though it was only one season, it was like one of the most well done. It high was re- it was definitely well done because it, it explored everybody's like yeah. their own everybody's click and see how they had to deal with high school. And I thought that was pretty cool how, how they did that. Yeah. And then this had a lot of ties. Like, so the lead writer was John Francis Daly, who was, um, oh, what's the little kid's name in Freaks and Geeks? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah, we, we, know, have to right? watch, we have to watch it again. Now. So the main character, <laughs> little boy, is uh, John Francis Daly when he was tiny. Now he's huge. <laughs> uh, but he was the lead writer. Um, and then John Watts has some ties to it as well. Um, so it's very kind of, um, oh, and then Martin Starr mm-hmm. who played, uh, John Francis Daly's, uh, best nerdy best friend <laughs> that one in is. Freaks and Geeks was the teacher, the science club teacher in, in this movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, Martin Starr. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, wait, Oh really? Oh, I yeah, think I, I think I remember that. I think I remember that scene. That was pretty, oh really? Okay. Yeah. So the 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 science club teacher that keeps telling him like, oh, you're you're back on the team. You're not on the team. Yes. Like yeah, that guy. <gasps> yeah. Oh, that's, that's that's Marstar. Awesome. That's uh, God. What is his name? Ah, oh, shoot. Oh man. Bill. Hmm. Bill something. Bill is the Bill is his character's name in um. In uh, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. I can't, uh-huh. I can't remember John Francis Daly's character right now. Yeah, you could. You just you go online right now and look. It's <laughs> just like, well, we get back to that later. We get back to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then it worked that way as well. Um, so yeah, very good roots, very good setup, very good tone and feel. Yeah, I thought the pacing was really. It was funny. Good. Yes. Good pacing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of good moments. Um, Marissa Tomei as uh, Aunt May was pretty funny. Yeah, I kind of like, funny. if I had any complaint, it was that she wasn't in it for as long as she needed. I thought she could be in it more. Yeah, but, but never it is Peter Parker's. Yeah. I kind of feel sure. like some of the supporting characters didn't get enough time, and some got too much. Like, I feel like his best friend dude yeah, yeah, got too much, but the... But I thought he was funny. I thought, but, I thought he was funny. No, you was see, he's good, but he's I thought like MJ could have got a little more. So that was a surprise too. Well, well then probably will build her up for the next movie. Yeah, well, because Liz, Liz was gone. Liz yeah. is gone, and now MJ is back. Yeah, MJ is there, and you know maybe they could build. Well, we kind of see there. that we kind of see that she has kind of a thing for him at the end. Yeah, see, so but 
And I didn't see that coming. Like, her name was Michelle, but they didn't weren't calling her Just, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. MJ yeah, usually d- stands for Mary Jane. There you go. But then and it's Michelle Jones, so yeah. MJ. So you think, Man. And she's usually a bubbly, perky redhead. And MJ was kind of this sultry, cynical, pessimistic, emo, uh, I don't know, I want to say, like, African-American or Hispanic yeah. character. So, That's yeah, different. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we covered, like, the f- tone and feel. So what did you think about, like, the plot and the story? I thought it was good. I yeah. thought the pacing was good. I, the like... You find out the villain's origin, like why he became the villain that he is at the beginning because he, spoiler, he lost his job because of Stark's industry. So, you know, that doesn't go well because he needs this job to support his family. So he does the one thing that we should never do, but he is desperate. Desperate desperate times comes for desperate measures. So he starts stealing parts and selling it to the black market and so he's making weapons weapons. out of he steals uh alien tech Tech. and alien parts from like uh from the from the government's from stark's like uh tower yeah so he starts stealing them and making weapons and selling on the black market yes there you go that's how he makes his freaking bad badass freaking vulture suit exoskeleton i actually like that That thing is freaking badass like That is really if there was cool. a way to do vulture for today's today that they did it like because you think about like the vulture when you look at the comics the vulture's like this old bald guy with like <laughs> feathers and it's like okay well you're not too scary man but this was just like this badass sharp bladed advanced technology like, drone style exoskeletal suit it, that was actually pretty cool when oh, it was so it was so cool and he can remotely control it like when that one scene where he controls it oh yeah down all the pillars oh wait i'm not going for you i'm just bringing this thing there that was pretty cool <laughs> and of course it's michael keaton so michael keaton does crazy and and creepy very very well oh yeah. like that scene in the car when he finds out the the twist well, you, you know, it's like... We're not going to... I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but... Yeah, I go see the movie. <laughs> yeah. The twist of the identity of, of the Vulture and, and how it's related to, to Peter's life is really good. Happens at the homecoming dance. So, um, you gotta watch it. So, it's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Vulture was in there and then uh, Shocker was also in there. Um, yep. Shocker is another one of the Sinister Six, one of the... the uh, Rogue gallery of, of Spider-Man, along with Scorpion, <laughs> who came in at the very end. Uh, they kind of foreshadowed him at the very end. Mm-hmm. And then um, who else is there? Mysterio and Rhino. Was it? They're not. Is oh, it? those are, those are the, the, the Sinister Yeah, these are six. just like the Sinister Six. That and, we haven't been introduced to yet. And Electro, I think. Okay. Yeah. So and this should be... Kingpin, I think, is leading them. Anyway. Oh, okay. Um, so they set things up for like, you know, the future really well. And then yes. we got a Flash, you know, the, little, the bully. Who I wasn't like the big buff jock guy. He was just kind of like this sleazy douche. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, Flash is also goes to. Um, he might you know be Venom. He could be, or it could be Eddie Brock. We don't know, so we'll see. But Eddie hasn't shown up yet, Ooh. so we'll see who that goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so em- empathetic villain for sure. You could do your sympathetic. You yes. can sympathize them. Yes. Um, and then, of course, we gotta talk about uh, Spidey. Spidey's uh, suit, the one that Iron Man makes for for Tony makes from. That thing that is, is badass. Aw- that is awesome. Oh my! And you know, it's cool with that. It's like you know, this is a training suit. You will not get these features until you <laughs> until you <laughs> mature enough, or at least. 
Yeah, and that was kind of like an arbitrary th- thing that that uh, Tony was kind of having to set. Like, yes, because like oh, the, the little the old buddy found. I was like, oh, the training wheels protocol in your suit because they, <laughs> they were hacking the suit trying to like figure out how to work it, and um, mm-hmm. and so they find out like, oh, well, there's this thing that's blocking all these capabilities. So of course he cheats his way around it. But um, yeah, no. he's not sure how to use it. <laughs> um, it that, that's, that was the funny part, too, because he, he, he tries to use it. He's like, wait, what the heck is this? <laughs> and it just keeps not working. It's like trying to figure it out, which is really fresh, which is kind of analogous to being a teenager because, like, you know, your body is changing and, you know, your voice is changing and, mm-hmm. you know, you're not sure how to, like, be who you're supposed to be or do what you're supposed to do. and. Uh-huh. Of course, you know, newsflash, that doesn't get too much more clear as you get older anyway, teenagers, but um, you get a better sense of it. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, things are just going haywire, right? Things, and so it's very analogous of like, you know, the you know, having a, a baby suit and then a, a big boy suit and then uh, adult suit. transitioning <laughs> between them, right? Yes. So very analogous to puberty. I didn't think about that. That's really kind of a deep... That, that's true. Yeah. I, I can see that. I mean, I think he's trying to grow up fast but like in the movie it yeah. seems like he wants to grow up really fast but he doesn't know well he keeps, what to do. He keeps messing up there you go and he keeps yeah, causing yes. more problems for himself like all those major disasters like the boat thing and everything oh he, he's true. basically the reason they happen because he he, he tries th- to jump the gun mm-hmm. and i think he kind of realizes that especially after he towards the end realizes the severity of like who he's dealing with and how they're related to his life yeah then he's like, oh, I got to be really careful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that's why in the end he turns down Tony's offer to like join as a full-time Avenger. Because he's I he, he probably realizes he's not ready for it. Yeah, because he, I mean, even like, and then, then again, the suit metaphor comes in because then he sees the Iron Spider suit and it's like, so, oh my, so Iron yes. Spider suits from Marvel Civil War comics where mm-hmm. when uh, Tony Stark uh, recruits Spider-Man to be like the poster boy from Mutant Registration. Yes. And so he builds on this really pimp-ass spider suit called mm-hmm. Iron Spider. Ooh. And so the movie has a version of that. It's not as, like, crazy mechanical, pimped out with, like, awesome, like, exoskeletal arms <laughs> and stuff. Ooh. But it's, like, you know, Iron Man-colored, you know, spider suit. And he sees the suit, and Tony's standing there, and he's like, you're welcome to come aboard. And he's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good where I'm at. I'm going to stay local. Stay, stay, stay small for a little while, right? So he knows. He finally realizes he's not where he Red, needs to be. Yeah. Not Even yet. though he did the thing that Tony wanted to do, or or he did, he succeeded in and you know defeating the villain without using the suit. Without yeah, using the suit, suit. Mm-hmm. but um, he realizes he's he realizes not he's, he's not, not ready. mentally ready for the. And that was hel- hilarious. Uh, Tony's response, like, did you know he's going to do that? Like, did he just get way more mature than we thought he was going to? <laughs> like. Because Tony was legit going to offer him a position. Yes. And then Pepper comes out and she's like, hey, we're with the press out there. We're about to announce this big thing. What are we going to do? And then he talks to Happy and Happy's like, he's like, you still got the ring? So apparently Tony and, and Pepper, uh, awesome together. cameo by Pepper, yes. uh, are back on now. Uh, I guess the thing. So we'll see. They were kind of on off through Civil War and all the Iron Man oh, yeah, 3. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. So- um, also, uh, I really like the relationship between... The kind of since Aunt May is kind of you know his mom is his mom right mom mother and then figure. Tony mm-hmm. he, Tony's kind of like the the, the father displaced figure. father right <laughs> but he has to kind of go through Happy and Happy Hogan played a lot bigger role in this than I thought that's, he was going that's to so true he like he, he was but I thought he was funny he was he was funny <laughs> he was like the frustrated nanny right just like having to take care of like 
field all of uh, Peter's yeah. incessant phone calls like, hey, I'm ready to, to join the Avengers. I'm ready for some big stuff. Let's oh, yeah, do that, this. And that's so true. He's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. And they finally offered to him. And then, of course, he makes the right position, right choice of not uh, turning accepting, it down. Yeah, accepting it. Yeah. But Tony has to be like the father. And then uh, when he messes up enough, he steps in. He's like, no, I'm taking back the suit because you're not ready for it. You're not ready to that's be true. you know, a big boy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, But then he, he, he makes his own big boy. He grows up a little bit himself. He doesn't wrap the suit. And he had to. He had to do it. I didn't think about that. That's a really good metaphor for the growing up thing. So, um, yeah, uh, Captain America made some good cameos in the PSA videos, public service announcement videos so for school. Fun. That was hilarious. I thought I thought that was a great person to be just doing the public service. I know. It was like, so you got detention. <laughs> got to ask yourself, what did you what did you do to get in here? <laughs> How are you going to change yourself? <laughs> oh, man, that was good. That was funny. Um, let's see. What else do we like about the film? Uh, what do you think about the action scenes? I thought they were well thought out. Yeah. Really well. Um, what was the first one? The first one was... I don't know. I like the one when they went to the Washington, D.C. for the... The, the D.C. one was Yeah, good. and when he had, he had to climb, he like, uh-oh, he had to save his friends because the the thing that they grabbed... The power, the alien technology. Oh, the alien power, cell, so, yeah, yeah. It was actually a bomb. It is a bomb. So, yeah, oh, no. It activated, so he had to go save them, and he was there. So, I thought that was pretty cool that he was there, and he had to figure out how to... To generate the momentum to break get, that bulletproof glass. Yeah, that was get, good. To get down, and then try to save all of them. Yeah. Um, so, I thought that was pretty cool. And then, the one with Vulture. Yeah, I the last that, one? That, that last one. So, that, really, that really one impressive. went on for, like, a long time. I thought that could they could have edited that down just a little bit. I think it was a little too long, and I thought I thought like they both. I mean, Spider Man. I can believe him not you know taking those hits. Like they they crashed the plane They're and nice. he survived. But Michael Keaton, you know, he's a human. Like I don't think he would have survived. Like he doesn't have any powers really. You know, but was it, didn't he still have the vulture suit on? I think he, I think he did have the vulture yeah, suit so on. Yeah, that would have did it protect him. Yeah, yeah. that probably protected him. It is, remember, like you said, that thing was big and it was big bulky, and bulky. And so yeah. that could probably protect him from the severity and, of the crash. And that scene was like the version 2.01. They were hyping up the whole film. Like he had like one version of the suit. Remember, he's telling his his little lackeys like, "Oh, do you have the high altitude?" One. I was wondering about that. Was that supposed to be for him to go? So that was that was the fly. one so they could rob the planes in flight, right? Yes. So that was the big oh. one. So remember when he flew onto the underside of the plane? Mm-hmm. Oh, that plane, by the way, the Stark's plane with the little stealth mode where it reflected all the city lights. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Um, I, I like that one. But remember when he flew underneath the the plane? Yeah. And then it like shelled around the the wings, kind of formed a shell. Yeah. Like so a pressurized shell, so he could like go into go, a, go in without any consequences <laughs> yeah so he could basically like he had this this alien tech that allowed him to like like get through the the bottom of the plane mm-hmm. but he needed to have like a, a pressurized shell so he wouldn't get blown off the top of the plane because yeah, they're like yeah. way high up there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so this is pretty cool that was a really in, ingenious kind of thought well thought out uh kind of scenario but i just thought like like there was a lot of them crashing into like plane engines and then crashing on the ground and there's like I just got this will be a little I mean it's it's a superhero movie so it's like you gotta think well it's gonna be a little far fetched but yeah I know yeah I know I know and I thought I I I was surprised that Iron Man didn't show up but I because I thought he would show up to help Spider Man mm-hmm. but when he didn't I'm like 
wow, Spider-Man did it all by himself. Especially because it was his freaking plane. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh, he's going to show up. It's his plane's getting robbed. And all his shit, but it was it didn't show up. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Although I think when he ca- when they called him, remember, uh, uh, he was trying to call, and he was somewhere in like India or something talking to him on the phone. Was he was he still in? India? I know that was a different scene, but was he still in India by the time? I got. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know the time the time zones. Um, and it was funny, like when Tony was sending his suits to help him. Uh, oh, yeah. With the boat, when he the the, the 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 energy core like detonated and split the boat in half or whatever, mm-hmm. and he tried to web it back together, and it worked temporarily. He's like ninety eight percent effective. Ninety eight percent what? <laughs> and starts snapping, and then Tony has to fly in with a couple suits and like and assist assist rockets and like push the ship back together and then weld it back together. That's true. And the first time he shows up, he's not in the suit. Remember, as a remote suit. That was like, oh yeah, when he fell. I think it was the first time he fought culture. Right? Yeah, that was the very first, the first time. time he fought culture. Yeah, <clears throat> and then that was funny. This time he's like, hey, if you even if Spider-Man's like, if you even cared, you'd be here. And he's like, <laughs> he out pops of out of suit. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of cool. And that's when he takes this spider takes suit the, away. Yeah, takes, mm-hmm. But um, anyway, uh, yeah, it's very very good action scenes. The CGI and and I saw in three D is really good. Really nice. Really, really, 3D is getting good. The technology of 3D is getting better and better every year. Okay. Like it wasn't as good as the Wonder Woman 3D, but it was, it was pre- still pretty, good. still pretty damn good. Okay, got it. Um, but uh, yeah, the the CGI like it was seamless. So you couldn't tell when it was Spider Man and when it wasn't Spider Man. Yeah, as the model, it's real thought. It, it was, was really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was just all in all a really solid film. Like. Uh, there wasn't too many like plot loopholes. It was very simple. Yeah. It was like this is the like they, it's a coming of age story. It's like guy. He's like I gotta ask the girl to dance. I gotta I gotta Push not those. be awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta save face. And oh yeah, I'm Spider Man. By the way, that's true. That's true. Was, so yeah, that's pretty cool. It was good. So who was your favorite character in Spider Man Homecoming? Uh oh man! Well, I like Tom Holland did a really good job. I think he did. I did. Um, I liked Michael Keaton as Vulture. It was really good. I liked. Uh, I really liked um, Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. I'm hoping she'll get more screen time at the end of the film when that she, was, she. That was funny. He's the like, last the? scene of the film. What the? What the fuck? <laughs> when she sees Peter as Spider-Man, so she knows. So that's a huge, that's a huge difference from the other, the previous from Spider-Man. previous ones. Like Matt May never finds out. There you go. But uh, now she knows, and it's interesting because usually in the comics and in the other ones, Mary Jane finds out or MJ finds that's out before true. Aunt May does, and uh, this is the other way around. So going new direction there. Yep. Um. Uh, and then, of course, it's hard not to love. Like Tony did a really good job of being Tony in this one. Well, he is Iron Man. Yeah. He is Tony Stark. Come on, that was Are pretty cool. I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he did. He played it really well. Yeah, I thought he did it well for this movie. But they didn't. He didn't overshadow it. Like he let Tom Holland there do his go. thing too. So it was a nice balance. Yes. Yes. So uh, would you would you recommend this film? Oh, oh, oh hell yeah, I would. <laughs> I would recommend it as well. It did like a hundred some hundred seventeen million over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. That's... So it would it surpassed Wonder Woman for opening. Wow, really? But, but not for had... total yet. But but 
Never. It's the summer, so usually more people come. Yeah, come out true. see movies over the summer. And Wonder Woman came out like, was it like May? June. Is it June? June twenty first. Was it May or June? Is it? June? <laughs> it might, probably. No, you're, no, you're probably it was right. May. Was it, no, was it May? Are you, no. Isn't it? no, I think you're no, right. June, June, June seventh. Yeah, June, beginning of June. That's how. Is there before your birthday? There, yes. Yeah. But I think Spider-Man has got a big, just a bigger, in you know, built-in audience, a bigger draw already. So, well, it is the Marvel universe, and yeah. you know, Marvel already has a lot of, you know, it's coming together to do this. Yeah, big, you know, big, big, big. So yeah, I wonder see. if Spider-Man's going to be in Infinity War. He probably will be. He probably will. Yeah, everybody's going to be in it. Everybody. So the next Marvel we got, we have Inhumans debuting on ABC in the fall. Okay. And then we've got Ragnarok. I want to see that one. Thor in November. And uh, I think in the part one of the Infinity War. Infinity War is next year. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know what's what's next. I don't know when we're, when we're going to get like Ant Man two or. Well, I know that's how you heard. Are, are we going to get or Doctor Strange two? Doctor Stranger. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, cause like, uh, Captain America's done his three, Iron Man's done his three, uh, Thor hasn't done any. Well, he's, he's got he's had er- Eric Bana and Edward Norton have done it, but he hasn't had his own. What do you mean, like, like a like a Mark Ruffalo hasn't had his own Hulk movie. Oh, Although he's gonna be in Ragnarok, so it's kind of hard to do a Hulk movie on like. I think if and Marvels maybe learn the lesson, it's like Hulk doesn't need his own movie. Like he's. He's a team player, but he's not like. Well, from the first, from Hulk, the first two Hulks, they, the it wasn't like the first one was. Okay, was, I was angry. It was very, very artsy. Well, I heard it was very slow. That, that it was, was slow. slow. That's yeah. what I heard. The pacing was really slow compared to. You know, it was it was a lot like the original uh, Incredible Hulk TV show. Where uh, it was like kind of okay, depressing and sad and. About Bruce Banner being a loner, and whereas the Edward Norman was just more like all about like just action Amber. against the Amber. army, Amber. yeah. <laughs> Which I think that one did better. That's how I heard too, but yeah. still. But I think Mark Rufio as I think he's Hulk. the best Hulk. I think yeah. he was the best one. Yeah, he, he was really he played it really well. I don't know if Black Widow's getting her movie. I don't think so. Um, I know uh, Scarlet Witch won't get hers. <sighs> Quick, I, like, I like her. Like Quicksilver her. fucking dead. Spoilers. <laughs> um, Black what? Panther. Oh, Black Panther's next year. That's out here too. Yeah, Black Panther. Black freaking Panther is going to be That's fucking gonna be awesome. That's going to be interesting. Do you see the trailer for that one? Mm-mm. Oh, no, I so they to. dropped trailer, yeah. Is it? Okay. I yeah, I got to check that one out. Um, Black Panther. Um, and then we just had Guardians. Um, yeah, they're going to be... I heard they're going to be in... Are they going to be, be in Infinity War? Everybody's going to be in there. That's out here. So I think Black... Next year, is the big ones are Black Panther and Infinity War. And then maybe we'll get a Doctor Strange too. I don't know what the I don't know. I have to check the details on that one. Um, but he's also going to be in Infinity War, right? Everybody, so, I know. So it's everybody. Really everybody who. Wow, this is going to be a big one too, and then they're splitting it into two parts. So, yeah, you know, everybody's like, I can't wait. No, no, what happens? What happens? So they have to wait until the. 2019 for the the second the part. second one yeah like, damn you <laughs> so yeah there's a huge oh and then um Marvel's also doing uh uh Defenders on uh on Netflix so Defenders. that's uh Daredevil okay. Jessica Jones Luke Cage and Ooh. Iron Fist as a team um, that's gonna be interesting so yeah there. there's a lot of Marvel stuff coming out the only other DC thing we got this year is Justice, Justice League. League which should be uh, hopefully will be good if you learn the lesson from Wonder Woman so the trailer looks 
good. It actually does look pretty decent from the trailer. So yeah, look we'll from there. And then I think next year Aquaman's getting his. That's I heard too. Maybe we'll see. Um, find, well, you're going to Comic Con in about yeah, there'll two, be some three weeks. So you're yeah, gonna yeah. find out. You're gonna find out. We'll see awesome. some. Um, are you going this year? No, no. we went to WonderCon. Oh yeah, like, that's right. Like earlier this year, so you know Comic Con. I know, I know, I know it's big, and I want to go, but at the same time, I don't want to because it's so crowded, and I don't want to like bumping into people. It's, it's it's not as easy to do as when you were a kid. I think two things are working true. against us. Like, it's a lot bigger than when we were kids, and then we we're not kids, so we were less able to like handle like the the craziness. Yes, and it just gets and there's more people coming every. It's year, insane. So I, mean, I did LA Comic Con this year with the uh, Ivan and and Fong. Uh-huh. God damn, that <laughs> was just. It was a freaking zoo. Human wow, zoo. That's crazy. I mean, it was fun. And it was exciting, but I was so exhausted. You must be just walking around everywhere, going to all the it's places. It's just so much. And when you're a kid, you thrive on that. And when you're, you know, in your you're 30s, it's just yeah, like, you're just like, nope. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I mean, it's like, it's cool for like two hours. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay. <laughs> then you I, go outside and rest for <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> All but, right. What? what? But you're going to go Comic Con, which I'm excited for. Yeah. For so and we'll definitely have a Comic Con report and everything with that yes. going up. Uh, we'll probably do some videos at Comic Con like we did last year. So Woo-hoo! can't wait. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, anyway, Spider Man, uh, your friendly neighborhood Spider Man is in your friendly neighborhood movie theater. Uh, so yes, go go check it. it out. We recommend it. Mm-hmm. And uh, until next time, you've been nerd funneled. Bye, everyone. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes the Spider-Man.